Hello and welcome to Parking Thought, the show where we highlight the good in the world from the extraordinary to the everyday. You're going to want to like and subscribe wherever you find us. Curiosity meet gratitude. My name is Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. In this edition, we are continuing our theme that we had this week of looking at government and politics in different ways and finding opportunities to be grateful, thankful, and at least curious about how those systems work and what is going on with them. I've got two more short episodes for you before we end out the week, and both of them involve flags. And so this one um, comes with a bit of a personal story. I wanted to talk a bit about um, what happens at the end of someone's life who's been serving for the government and defending the Constitution, right? I wanted to talk a little bit about the funeral process and the instructions that the Army has, because that's what I'm familiar with after serving in the Army, right? The instructions the Army has for folks who have to participate in funeral details, and in particular, the passing of the flag to the next of kin. Now, I've had the opportunity to do this once in my career, and it was fairly early on in my career. I had just become a sergeant, and there was a requirement for our um, company to have a funeral detail. And as a new sergeant, I hadn't quite gelled into my role. Um, and so I was perfectly the right person to, uh, with the right amount of rank to be able to tap on the shoulder and put together a, a detail and be able to head off to go do this. And this was in Germany. It was probably early 2000s. I remember having been married and I remember being absolutely terrified, nervous about this. And one of the reasons why I was nervous about this is because the only other military funeral I had ever seen was watching my grandfather, um, who uh, was a brigadier general in his day and wanted to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery. Watching him be buried in Arlington National Cemetery um, was... Uh, a really special moment for me growing up. I think I was uh, 16 or 17 when he passed. Uh, Grandpa was the next closest thing to Superman in my life. Um, he just, he had a grip that would like rock your world. He was just absolutely rock solid of a person. Uh, and he was a great guy um, all around. And so him passing and him being uh, chosen to get buried at Arlington was really um, humbling and, and, um, like impressive, right? So for those of you who don't know, Arlington National Cemetery is just in Virginia, but just outside of Washington, D.C. And it is um, a location that starting in the Civil War has been dedicated to allowing those who serve the country to be have a place of rest. Um, it was originally the home of the Lee family, like General uh, Robert E. Lee from the Southern uh, States. And uh, the, the government took over that property and then uh, started using it to bury uh, soldiers um, during the Civil War. Today, it is a, a place of high honor. And the unit that is there, the honor guard that is there, that is their permanent duty is to do those funerals. And they do it with precision. And it's amazing. <coughs> I'm sure there are YouTube videos that you can go look at where you can see um, this in action. Uh, you can also see um, the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and the guard in front of there. Uh, later on in my career, it turns out that one of the buddies I had about that same era of when I was a sergeant um, ended up becoming the non-commissioner and officer in charge of that unit, which is really kind of cool how things can kind of transfer. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll talk about Todd a bit more. Um, Todd is the same guy who suggested we uh, avoid sunburn by staying in our sleeping bags. But anyway, I want to I get to the point where 
um, the gentleman whose funeral I was uh, responsible for presiding over uh, was an American citizen um, and served and fought in World War II. And then after the war, um, decided to stay in Germany um, through various means. I believe he even married a German gal. Um, but by the time, you know, uh, this being the early 2000s that we were <clears throat> honoring him in his funeral, uh, you know, most of his close friends and family that were at the funeral were only native German speakers. And so we were kind of an abnormality to his normal circle. You know, we were a part of the past that had been his past that maybe not everybody knew about. Um, they knew him as a good man. They knew him as an honorable man. And, and the family who were remaining did want him to be there or did want us to be there to honor that time in his life when he served in uniform. I want to read military manuals are very dry, right? Uh, but I want to read um, the, the instructions here um, that involve presenting the flag. For the flag folding, upon conclusion of taps, the representative and his assistant move closer to the casket. When the flag is secured and raised, the detail takes three steps away from the mourners and, the f and folds the flag. When the flag is properly folded, the detail leader salutes the flag for three seconds. The assistant hands the flag to the detail leader, salutes the flag for three seconds, and posts to a position next to the side or rear of the family. After the assistant departs, the detail leader presents the flag to the next of kin using the following wording. Sir or ma'am, this flag is presented on behalf of a grateful nation as an expression of appreciation for the honorable and faithful service rendered by your loved one. After presenting the flag, the detail leader offers condolences. Now that phrase, having to be perfectly memorized, Sir, ma'am, this flag is presented on behalf of a grateful nation as an expression of appreciation for the honorable and faithful service rendered by your loved one, is a really hard one to say when you're in your nicest uniform, when you're working and being in charge of that funeral detail, when you're standing at the position of attention, when you've just saluted the flag that was draped over a casket for three seconds, when you just stood there after it was handed to you, so that way the detail leader can salute that flag for three seconds. And then to turn and face a loved one, you know, it's a very emotional moment for them. And it is for the person who's handing off the flag. Being numb to that emotion is, is part of... Um, being able to execute it properly, but being numb to that emotion makes us less human. You know, we should remember and honor those who choose to serve. And I'm pretty sure that not a whole lot of people have ever taken the time to look at the army manuals to find out what the exact phrase is. You might see it on television every once in a while, but it's a lot different when you're the one standing there and you are representing, you know, the United States of America for this family and leaving it just as that and being able to say thank you on behalf of a grateful nation and it's a pretty neat thing to say i've had the opportunity like i said to do that once in my career the only other two or three times i did funeral details i was in a position where i was not the person handing off the flag i was just in charge of the detail and required to be there um and I was uh, grateful that others got to have that role of passing on the flag and uh, have that same experience. And uh, 
I was grateful that I got to do it once in my career. Um, and again, this gentleman had lived a long and, and happy life. Um, I don't know how I would have responded if it was for someone I knew and uh, if it was for someone who lost their life a little earlier than we uh, wanted. Um, but in this case, I think this was the right opportunity for me to be able to go ahead and do that. So that's it for this episode. It's going to be short. Let's wrap this up. This is the part where I tell you that the best way to say thank you for this episode is to share it with somebody that you know. If you're just joining us for this episode, then we're glad you can make it. And if you want to stick around for the long haul, all of the podcast links, all the subscribe links are over at parkingthought.com. Hit the subscribe button at the top and you'll have a drop down for all the apps that you might use for listening to your podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Podbean, all the things are there. And I'd like to challenge each of you, as I do at the end of every episode, to remember in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? Yeah.